Okay, good morning everybody. So happy to see you all this morning. Um, so yesterday um, I had the conversation with somebody. Um, this person said, uh, I, I really like this temple. I love this temple. So then I start to smile and then I ask him a question, why do you really like this temple? Then he said, um, I was looking for places to meditate. Um, I visited so many places around the area and also some places in Chicago land. I didn't feel, they, they are good, but I didn't feel I'm connected. So, but the first day after I come to this place, I felt, even before I listened to the monastics, I felt there's some connection to me. So, it's a very interesting experience for me to listen to that person. Then, uh, this morning I felt you all are so fortunate to have this place. The people in this neighborhood, around this area, McHenry County, you ever think, you are going to have a temple here in Woodstock? Can you even believe it, this small town, we have a temple now? For me, actually, it's not like a big deal now because I'm so used to this, right, last 17 years. But so many people, it is a big deal to have this little uh, far farming town and far away from the downtown, we have this beautiful temple. So you are very fortunate. And, and also that person asked me, what is the reason as a leader of this community why this tem temple is good? That's a question he asked me. I said, you are good. That's why temple is good. So this temple, this building is nothing. One day we lose it. But you are the temple. Why this temple is good? Your minds are good. If your minds are bad or negative, going for the wrong direction, this temple is not beautiful. That's why during the guided meditation I said, we all are like-minded people, focus on same peace. We, even we have different mindsets. We all are focusing on that. And also, he said, when I go to other places, I felt I'm a kind of... Uh, guest. I am not belong there. Sometimes they are speaking their own languages. But here when we come, nobody, you know, speaking the foreign languages. So I said my intention when I start this temple, because I want to make this temple for local people who can come together and sit down and meditate. I think my goal perfectly working now. I'm very happy. Anybody feel, maybe first day you feel a little odd and you know, you don't know it's a temple. But after you come to the temple now, how do you feel now? Huh? Yeah, exactly. We all, I know all of you feel home. You know, we are laughing, we are funny, we are loud. And so, <laughs> so people like that feeling. You know, it's very interesting. Uh, then we had a long conversation about it. Uh, when I start this temple, 
because I had many experiences starting Temple and working in Australia, working in Michigan and advising to start the Temple. I have many experiences about the Temple. Actually, I was kind of tired and exhausted about, you know, the temples and running them. But most of my life, you know, maybe after 18, I was running the groups and the temples, even my childhood. So um, when I leave Australia and come to this country, I was thinking, never again. (laughs) Then I did it again in Michigan. (laughs) Then I finally, I'm crazy, I was tired, and I said, never again, I left Michigan, came to Woodstock, and... Here you go. <laughs> now here again, right? Then after here, now we have so many other places. So when I start this temple, I was thinking I'm going to plan a new way to do it. I have less expectation for myself. I have more expectation for people. That's the one, one thing. The second thing I was thinking I am not receiving from the temple, I am giving for the temple. Last 17 years I did really well with that. I always giving for the temple, but not receiving for the temple. So because of that pure intention, this place made so beautiful. Now your intention, my intention, all the monastic intention, we all put our good intention to this place, we made this place beautiful, another thousands of years, this place remained for so many people. So that's why you are fortunate to have this morning. And also he said something very interesting. I never seen that many people, other places who come to meditation. Why, you know, we have this many people? Even today. Now think about maybe almost 100 people here. Why you all are here? You feel some kind of connection to this place. You feel good about it. Even some days you are not doing well with the meditation, but still you keep coming. Now I'm asking you, keep coming. Keep coming. So one day you will feel better. You feel more energized. So anyway, that's a little bit about the temple. (laughs) And so I want to tell you a story. These stories really resonate to me for my own practice. During the Buddha's time, Buddha always with people, talking to people, even people he meets in the street, he is talking to those people. One day, Buddha was walking by in, um, you know, the, like a field, like a cornfield. Now just, you know, think about what you have here. So Buddha walking by a cornfield, there's a farmer, he's making his ground to farm corns. I'm making it like a modern America, okay, making changes for the story. And so then he's, you know, the Buddha saw this farmer is making the ground to, you know, plant the corns. Then he had the conversation. You know, they become kind of friends. He doesn't see there's a Buddha. There's another guy talking to me. So then Buddha said, good job, keep doing it. Then he left. So after a week later, he's walking by again, that farm. Now he saw... He's, you know, putting seeds. He's working really hard, sunny day. Then Buddha started to talk to him and encourage him, keep doing, you are doing a good job. I'm so happy for you. He left. Then after another week later, Buddha is walking by. Now the plants are a little big. Now he's watering them. 
talk to the farmer, you know, then he left. Okay, you are doing good. You are farming. Now, after you know, the maybe a few months later, he's walking by. He can see the corns are there. Now, almost ready to pick. Buddha said, "Okay, good. You are doing good. They had a really good, you know, friendly conversation." But he never talked to him like a Buddha, as a Buddha. They become really good friends. So then that day, farmer said, "Now next week, I am going to harvest." I know you are a monk. I want to offer you a lunch. After I get my house, how about you come to my home? I want to offer you a dana, you know, like a food or a little lunch. Right away, Buddha accepted. How wonderful! <laughs> he accepted. So the day he is planning to go for that lunch, that night had the very big, heavy rain and the storm. This farmer lost everything because of the flood. Now, anyway, Buddha didn't stop. Buddha went to his home for the lunch. Now he is hiding far back in the house. He doesn't know what to do. He was sad. He was mad. He was disappointed. He doesn't know what to do. But Buddha was sitting there and start to talk to him. Then they offered Buddha what some kind of food. Now sharing this story, now Buddha is walking by every day. He saw what is happening with this farmer. How much work he is putting to this land and grow this, you know, the corns. But finally, he experienced lust. Now think about life. Now that is the day he lost his corn field. That is the day he experienced the Buddha. Do you get the message? That the day he lost everything, he experienced the Buddha. Every day Buddha was walking by that farm. Buddha knew something will may happen. That's why he keep talking to this, you know, that this farmer, this man. The day he lost everything. He so you are the Buddha. So I am asking you, when you are going through rough time, challenging time, those are wonderful. That is the day you are going to see the Buddha. Now I am asking you, every day you are experiencing something difficult and challenging. Do you see a Buddha there? That's a good question to ask. Many times I didn't see that Buddha. In myself, can you believe forty years being a monk? Don't be disappointed. <laughs> Why? It take time to see it. Now maybe you are coming to the temple. You are thinking maybe you are great and happy, wonderful. You know I am the best meditation practitioner. <laughs> Just wait. <laughs> Just wait. Somebody really hit you bad in your head. <laughs> Then if you, that day, if you can handle it, that means that day you are going to see the Buddha. So coming to this temple, sitting in front of this big Buddha statue, I don't think you will see the Buddha, you know, looking at this picture or the statue. Buddha is in all your problems and difficulties and challenges. 
Always people are waiting for something good. I'm not asking you to waiting for bad. But if you are waiting for good, whether you like or not, bad also coming. I think look at bad also as a good opportunity. Then you can see beautiful Buddha in there. Then you can use that, you know, the beautiful Buddha nature to make your life to have Buddha qualities. There was a monk. He was practicing meditation under a tree. So when he was practicing uh, meditation under a tree, there was an evil power. We call the Mara in the Buddhist teaching. You know, evil power. Evil power doesn't like, you know, this monk is practicing meditation. Then he, he was thinking, I'm going to distract this monk. What he did, he shook the tree and for all the leaves on top of his head. Then monk was thinking, it's really distracting lots of leaves around me, leaf around me. So then he started to clean. That means he got distracted. Now he's distracted, then he was thinking, I'm going to meditate again. Then the Mara, the evil power thing, oh my God, he's meditating again. I had to distract him. What he did, he disguised as a cow and walking around this tree and put the cow dung all over around the tree. <laughs> Smells so bad. <laughs> then monk was thinking, I cannot meditate. I had to clean this cow dung. Then he started to clean. Now evil power was so happy, now monk is distracted. Then now monk started, you know, meditate again. Then Mara, he was thinking, no, I'm going to distract him again. He disguised as an old man and using a walking stick and walking and making, you know, the noises. Knock, 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 like that, right? Then what the heck going on? You know, always, you know, there's a problem here. And so then monks kind of analyzing what is happening. Then he realized this is a distraction, this is a mara. Then monk said, I know you, <laughs> I can see you. Then right after he recognized the mara, mara cannot stand his, you know, the way he disguised. He appeared in front of me exactly his perfect shape, you know, his body. Then, then they start to have a conversation. Then monk asked, I know you are a powerful being. Yes, you know, I'm a powerful being. I can do lots of distraction for people trying to be good. So then monk was thinking, I had to be smart today. I had to use him. <laughs> so if you are a powerful person, could you, be, uh, could you please do me a favor? Then Mara said, yes, I can do it. Can you appear in front of me as a beautiful Buddha? Then Mara said, of course I can do it, but not 100%. But 99% I can do it. Then he appeared in front of the monk as a beautiful Buddha. Almost real. Then what monk did? Start to focus on the Buddha. Start to practice. I am in front of the Buddha. I am going to practice meditation. Keep focusing on. Finally, he attained to the enlightenment. Now you get the wisdom. 
So all the negativities when you experience in life, if you are smart enough, you can turn all the negativities and see the Buddha in it. But always you are waiting to see something good. Always you think all the good things are in good things. <laughs> good things are not in good things. Good things always you can experience it bad things too. Because most of the time we are experiencing negativities, difficulties and challenges. Why I am telling all these things? Because we all are going through some challenges and difficulties every single day. That means you are walking with the Buddha every day, every morning, every workplace, every marriage, you have a Buddha at home. So please use him. Otherwise, if you are thinking Buddha is at the Blue Lotus Temple, no way. He is gone. This is a statue. <laughs> this statue cannot do much for you. <laughs> so, there are three things we have to focus on. There are three things. We all need guidance. We all need guidance. We need the guide. Then when we have guidance, then we have to practice. Then the second one is very important to have practice. Guidance and practice. What is the third one? Can you guess the third one? Community. We need the community I call noble friendships. We need the guidance. We need practice. We need community or noble friendship. I think we all have those three here. Who is the guidance? Buddha is our guidance. What is the practice? Dharma is our practice. What is our noble friendship? Our community, our fellow members who are practicing with us, our Sangha members, helping us, they are our community, they are our noble friendship. We call the Buddha, Dharma and Sangha. Now how wonderful to have that. Do you think it's a religion? No, it is not a religion. So that's why, be here, be in this place, you are very fortunate to have this place, have this community, have this guidance. Now you have Buddha, you have Dharma, you have Sangha. So just enjoy your life. To enjoy your life, you have to look at all the challenges and difficulties as an opportunity to see Buddha nature within. That's what the message, that's the message I want to pass into you this morning. What are the three things? Guidance, practice, yeah. Any questions? No questions? Okay, you are, now you are turning to Buddha. <laughs> Do you appreciate yourself having a Buddha nature in you? Yeah. Beautiful. There's no time to waste and enjoy. You know, enjoy this time. Life is beautiful. Beautiful opportunities. And so practice every single day. Okay? Anything else? Anybody? Huh? Oh, thank you. Thank you. You know, the Tuesday I'm going to Japan. So I'm going to Hiroshima. So we are doing a retreat, healing and forgiveness retreat in Hiroshima. So you know, there's a lot of healing has to be done in Hiroshima. 
So I'm planning to do something wonderful there. So please connect with me from the distance. And also, when we are talking about the retreats, um, you know, December, I'm doing a retreat in Costa Rica. And if anybody interested, uh, now six people already sign up. Any, anybody interested to join for ten, you know, seven days in Costa Rica? It's a beautiful yoga and meditation booth. One of my students, uh, he's organizing that. Please uh, join. Uh, we can have some good time. Skip, uh, skip winter. <laughs> That's beautiful, right? Okay.